morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. So a story came out yesterday about Sesame Street. Uh, one of the writers said, yes, Bert and Ernie were gay. Except for the Sesame Street people fired back and said, no, they're just friends. Just good friends. Adult friends, single, in their middle age who live together. The writer said, hey, I wrote them based on my experiences. As a gay man. As a gay man. So Here's what I love about, I love the uh, the Muppets to begin with because they've always been sort of subversive. There's always been, for those that don't know, I mean, the Muppets outside of Sesame Street started out late night on Saturday Night Live and there were lots of drug references and sex references and things that you you could get away with with puppets that you could never get away with with live action. Right. So Jim Henson knew this, and he and Frank Oz wrote all kinds of weird subversive things into it. The idea that we even, okay, let's just say if Bert and Ernie were gay, would it matter? Oh, hey, you know, there's the puppet that says not that there's anything wrong with that. Right, exactly. The Muppet, that's his yeah. only line. Yeah. Um, but that is our, our sort of inspiration for middle school today, that story. Good morning, it's Mark and Neanderthal. With whom do we have the pleasure of speaking? Brian. Hi, Brian. Welcome to the radio program. Are you ready for Mark and Paul's Middle School? Yeah, why not? All right, three questions coming at you. You get two out of three correct, and you graduate. All right. So the show Sesame Street is back in the news again because of the uh, story about Ernie and Bert. I don't know if you've seen that, but we're going to ask you some Sesame Street questions. And it's the same question each time, Brian. Here we go. Okay. Which, which of the following is not a Muppet that has appeared on Sesame Street? Is it Alistair Cookie, Oscar the Grouch, or Chainsmoker Chad? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Chainsmoker Chad. He has never right. appeared on Sesame Street. I don't believe there is a Chainsmoker Chad. <laughs> Same question for these three names. Which has never appeared on Sesame Street? Bruno the Trash Man, Morphenia, or Captain Breakfast? I'm going to have to go with B, Morphenia. Morphenia. <laughs> Highly addictive character. Yes. Highly addictive. Really, really mellow. Let's see if you can get this one for a clean sweep. Which one of these has never appeared on Sesame Street? Herbert Birdsfoot, Grover, or Lexi Anorexi? <laughs> I'll have to go see. Hey, you nailed it. Nice job. <laughs> because everybody knows Sesame Street's always advocated eating a complete breakfast. Yes. And including that's why juice, they, toast, and milk. That's why they have Captain Breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a long time since I watched that. Yeah. There you go. Well, you know your Sesame Street, which is really an adult skill that you should be able to employ in any job interview situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, Brian. You're a winner. All right. There were a lot of different Muppets who appeared on Sesame Street over you, the years. Do you know who uh, who owns the Muppets now? Uh, let me take a guess. Either um, Google or Disney. Disney. Disney, yeah. Disney, you know, they, they, bought, they bought the rights to the Muppets in 2004. How did which I is, Which know. is why the latest Muppet movies have all sucked. <laughs> they, <laughs> they're, they're not go, the same. They'll be owning everything fairly soon. If Although, a, if Apple doesn't get it first. I did like the, uh, the TV show a couple of years ago. They brought it back for a while, and it was pretty funny. What did uh, the Muppet Show? What did Waldorf and uh, Stadler and Waldorf? What did they think of it? <clears throat> oh, I, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys were great. Stadler and Waldorf were the two old guys that sat in the balcony, the balcony just criticized yeah. everything. Yep. Hated they the show. Great. Hated everything about it. I have a Stadler and Waldorf T-shirt. I'm an adult. Yes, <laughs> great characters. <laughs>
you something from our childhood is going away. Actually, they're still around, but they're just not what they were. And maybe they never really were what they were. The Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, way overrated. They're going to stop making it. Garbage car. Garbage car. Well, the newer ones, pardon me, the newer ones uh, weren't even close to what the original Volkswagen Beetle was. The Volkswagen Beetle was a was a cheap, affordable car that was that was designed by Ferdinand Porsche of all people. The Porsche, you know, the Porsche Motor Company. Ferdinand Porsche designed the car. He was commissioned by Hitler. Probably the only good thing Hitler ever did in his life. Volkswagen translates to people's car. Right. Roughly. Although, Although in American, it translates into oil spot in the garage but that's a story for another time way overrated car but they're a cult favorite and really something that is certainly is a an icon of our youth yeah a lot of people's first car was a volkswagen because it was so cheap you could buy them cheap used for a couple hundred bucks is i I think a lot yeah because you could get them so cheap that was probably a lot of people's first car right mine was a a chevelle my first look at you look at you uh, but yours was it was it the good chevelle or was it was it like the the gto chevelle or was it like the i don't know you tell me it cost me three hundred dollars okay was it a good I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> it was a it was a powerful car, but it was you know by the time I got it, it had already peaked. Yes, I would say so, that. Yeah, yeah. It was on its way down. the The driver's door didn't even open. I had to get in the passenger side and slide across each time. Here is a unique <laughs> facet of everybody's first car, and I bet if it's yeah. a, if your car doesn't have a unique facet to it, like if it was the more a pos that your car was, your first car was, the more proud you are of it. I paid two hundred and fifty dollars for right. a nineteen seventy six Ford Maverick four door. Sweet. The front bumper was a plank from a picnic table, oh. and the back bumper was held on by coat hangers. True story. Sweet hookup. That car was a piece of junk. It was yellow with a green interior, straight six engine in it, and baloney skins for rear tires. I never paid a <laughs> dollar more for that car. My cousin Adam, who was a used car dealer in right. Massachusetts, screwed me for $250 out of that car, and it was worth every penny. So, you know, we, we were asking some people in the office yesterday right. what their first car was and how much it cost. A little Suzuki Samurai, and I paid a dollar for it. Ah. My cousin wanted to sell it to me, but the DMV required a cost for it. So I had a tape deck that um, my tape got wedged in and it wouldn't play the radio. So I had to have a giant screwdriver shoved underneath the tape to mm-hmm. lift it up enough in order for me to play, to play the radio. Right, exactly. I've yeah. got to get it off the spools. Yep, I, I've got that. I had a Craco yeah. in mine. Right. I, I had just, a Craco in mine and I, and I punched the speakers through the through the, the, the back uh, back window part. I didn't put them in through the trunk the way you're supposed to. I just punched holes in the in mm-hmm. the cardboard and, and hung the speakers right. in there and just let them rest in there. I just love hearing people People say tape deck. Tape deck. Talking huh? about their cars, yeah. right? Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, what was your uh, your first car? What did it cost? It was a Volkswagen hatchback. It was baby blue. Ooh. And <laughs> I think it was five hundred dollars. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, Volkswagen bucks. hatchback. Yeah. So I'm guessing it was a rabbit. My first car, like I said, cost three hundred bucks. Uh, once that really bit the dust, and it, it did, it bit a lot of dust. Uh, I went for another car. I, I upgraded to seven hundred bucks. Look at you. Next car. Big time, I mean. Yeah, it was an LTD. I will tell you, which, by the way, there was nothing limited about that car. It's basically a Ford Galaxy. You know what I mean? My, my, like, this thing was extremely long. It was a long right, yeah. car, and it had a trailer hitch wet, uh, welded onto the back. <laughs> and they'd already hung low because... Because it know, was a 70s Ford, right? Exactly. Yeah, they all had so, saggy ass. Um, you know, any driveway I went into, I bottomed out on the backside. <laughs> 
Yeah, which is always good because that's where the gas tank is too. So that's and given Ford's you know reputation in the seventies with the Pinto, yeah. that probably wasn't a wasn't the safest vehicle on the face of the earth. My father was an auto mechanic and tried to push upon me as my first car, a nineteen eighty one Subaru GL, which had swallowed a push rod, which is an important part of the engine. He was like, "Here's a car for you for free." Yeah, but I got to rebuild it, Dad. That's not really much of a gift. Well, you know what I mean, it's it's an opportunity, is what it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I passed on that opportunity. Ended up spending two hundred fifty dollars for the hoopty. So it's four. 480-470-KSLX. I'm sure there's some fun stuff out there. First car, what did it cost? And if it had a unique characteristic. Unique characteristic, love to hear about it. Mark and Neanderthal. Beware, the, we did see somebody walk past our studios with an open umbrella. So that's the weather center, by yes. the way. That's, our, that's, our, that's the amount of budget we have on the weather center. So rain has started to fall a little bit here and there. It is forecast for today, which means that everybody, except yeah. except you right. listening right now, except you listening right now, mm-hmm. is going to turn into an idiot on the road. <laughs> yes, yes. So the commute careful. this morning is about to become full contact. Yeah. That's about that's what's going to happen. We've had some weird, uh, we, we talked this morning, they, they, they nailed a guy going the wrong way on the 101. They were able to get him, and you drove right past I it. I drove right past it. It was almost... If didn't I didn't even been, know it at the time. If I had been paying attention and maybe come to work a little bit earlier and been committed to the show, I could be dead right now. Right, exactly. So my laziness <laughs> pays off. So, and also, remember last week we did a dumbass, the guy uh, driving in the HOV lane yes. with, a, with a mannequin. Yes. Which is always... Yes. I mean... Yeah, that, Kim, Kim Cottrell approves. Yeah. I, I read uh, that that happens about 4,000 times a year. Think about that for a second. Country. People are faking the mannequin thing. Yeah. That's a thing. It's a very, very goofy thing. That's an industry. Thing. Yeah. Go figure. It's Mark and Neanderthal. What's up? Well, uh, I used to be in the store fixture business years ago, and we used to sell a lot of mannequins for that purpose. People would come in and buy mannequins for the purpose of driving in the HOV lane? Yes, sir. Next question for you. How much does a mannequin cost? Uh, we de- dealt in used equipment. Uh, mannequins would range anywhere from about $150 up to about 300 bucks, depending on what, uh, the brand name and if it had glass eyes or not and stuff like that. A glass-eyed mannequin being more expensive? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're very lifelike looking. Oh, right, yeah. Boy, yeah. You know, I'm going to cut the conversation off yeah, there. It's getting prob- a little... Prob- probably a good idea, yeah. a little silence of the lambsy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> is how I'm feeling right now. Would you drive me? Would you drive me, Mark? Would you drive me? I'd drive me. I'd drive me home. I'd drive me home fast. I'd drive me home fast in the HOV lane. The mannequin biz. I'd drive me. Mm. All right, we have the 30-second uh, song challenge. That got creepy, I think. That did get creepy. <laughs> the time you bring up that music, I yeah. see James gum dancing. Mm. This whole Sesame Street thing, the Bert and Ernie thing, you know, are they gay, aren't they gay? That story's come up again. Does it matter? Does eh, it change whatever. any of the life lessons we learned? I don't think so. Um, the thing is, like, I mean, we can make a whole bunch of, of gay jokes. I mean, we oh, yeah. could... Hey, Bert, oh, there's a sale on Subarus, Bert. <laughs> we could reach around and, and grab a whole bunch of jokes. Oh, but... I know what that meant. Wait, hey, a joke just landed on the floor. Yeah. Let me bend over and pick it up. Oh, uh, so wrong. Yeah, he's, I mean, we could do hey, that Bert, stuff, but... Bert, I, Bert, why don't we talk anymore? Can't do his voice. Okay. <laughs> I actually, I, I never even watched Sesame Street that much. I was an electric company guy. Okay, and, and now the electric company was on after Sesame Street, if I remember correctly. I was, and Morgan uh, Freeman was on that, right? He was. I was, yeah, I, right. I was. I was hooked big time on Love of Chair, the ongoing soap opera. What are you talking about? Love of Chair. 
Listen. You remember this? What the hell is this? Of chair. Love of chair. What does this mean? A boy from a small chair in a big room find happiness as a top dog in a pet shop. This was bizarro. Yeah. As our story begins, the boy is sitting. Are you supposed to learn sentences? I guess. All right. The boy is wearing pants. Well, that seems appropriate. That's just, you know. Yeah. The boy is bending over. Now we're back, now just, we're back to Bert and Ernie. Yeah, this just got religious. The pants are splitting. <laughs> what What the hell is going on Will here? Will the pants hold up? Will the boy hold up? Will the show hold up? And... What about Naomi? Yeah, they always plug that in well, every the week. To these what is this about now? Now, now the electric company is a is a uh, an educational show. Was an education? Yeah. What about that is educational? Uh, you know, teaching sentences. I guess I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah, Maybe it's about yeah. storytelling. I'm not sure. But, the uh, writers are smoking pot. <laughs> the, the writers are tripping. Yes. Yeah. No, we are stuff. stoned. Yeah. yeah. No, that is that's a weird that's but a weird thing. I don't. I actually like the electric company better than Sesame Street back in the day. Okay. Well, yeah. obviously because of love of chair. I love can of see chair. Whatever. Riveting soap opera. Yeah, it seems it like really it. Yes. <laughs> My God. You no wonder we it? have a nation of idiots. Bill Cosby was on that show too. <laughs> Yeah, he was on the original season. All the more reason why that show should be questionable. We talked a lot about cars this morning because the Volkswagen Beetle is going out of production. They're yeah, and they're going to stop producing it. Think about this for a second. I remember uh, a buddy of mine had a Volkswagen Scirocco, and he would he would call it the poor man's Porsche, and I had no idea what he meant until I realized that Ferdinand Porsche was the guy who was uh, contracted by Adolf Hitler to build the Volkswagen. Yeah. The Volkswagen company wouldn't exist if it weren't for the Beetle. Right. That was an affordable car for all German citizens way back in the day. That was the idea. for a, it, Volkswagen translates to, I believe, people's wagon or people's car. They right, wanted, yeah. You know, the average person well, the gave wagon for the car. Wagon of the folks. Yeah, exactly. It's the folks yeah. wagon. Right. Yeah, the regular folks. Yep. So, and that was a lot of people's first car, and it was uh, a lot of times they were beater boxes. You can still see them around town, some of them in various stages of disrepair, but now apparently Volkswagen has decided they're no longer going to make it. They, they, they brought it back a few years back. Not the same car, uh, and it sold for a while, but then uh, I guess it's no longer a thing. So we were, we were asking people about their first car, because the Volkswagen, being reasonably priced and so forth, right. and, and uh, you know, it was the kind of car i think you'd get tired of after a little while because you, you want something bigger that it, kind of thing it and was like a mini bike you know what i mean it was yeah, like the mini yeah, bike of it, cars it was like a go-kart it wasn't very fast um they weren't very powerful but they got you from point a to point b yeah i guess you would call it um novelty yeah i guess yeah kind of like right? a, yeah it, it was a yeah. riding lawnmower is what it was <laughs> essentially so, so that's probably a lot of people's first car so we were just asking people about their first cars this morning a 1973 ford torino for 350 bucks this would have been like 1980 or 81. And a fat man owned it before me, so there were springs in the front seat were broken, and I was kind of a little thing. So I, I never owned a Ford Torino. <laughs> I'm sorry, go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> so the spring was broke, and I was little, so I could only see over the dash. Like people would say when they saw me coming, they could just barely see my eyes. 
<laughs> and it got a whopping eight miles to the gallon. Woo! And Ooh. the icing on the cake is when the tranny went out and it didn't have reverse, but I still had to drive it, so I had to find Ooh. places that I could park and drive straight through. I used to do that all the time. And by the way, when she says tranny, she means transmission. Yes, exactly. She doesn't, she doesn't mean yeah. when, the, when the tranny went out. It wasn't like a guy down in Van Buren <laughs> at 2.30 in the morning. It was a transmission is what that was. When he ran out to get some smokes. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll get her. Um, I did that, too. I And I, I can't remember if it was my first or second car. I think it actually may have been the first one, the one that didn't have the working passenger door or driver <laughs> driver door. Excuse so me. So you got into a Dukes of Hazard style? Yeah, I had a slide yeah. across from the passenger seat. Beautiful. And uh, then, at a, after a while, the transmission went out. So I, luckily, I was left with drive. Oh, you know, nice. Had it yes. been only reverse, I would have had to turn the sucker in. But I had only drive, and you know you had a you had a you had a maneuver. You had to pull around places, and you had to. You know, when I went into a parking lot, I had to look for a spot that I could pull through from one side to the other. You know, it's funny. Uh, we, while we were playing music, our, our producer uh, Kim Jong Un told us about his car. I guess his oh, family. Yeah, he should, they had a, the, the, a Volkswagen. He should. Um, I don't know if he can hear us, he can, but if he can come in here and tell that story, no, he, that's, he that's can't awesome. hear us right now. He's as usual. He's not listening to the program. All right, so, so we'll, we'll get him in to tell yeah, his story because this is his is fun. Also, it's a great story about you know a Volkswagen, right? Yeah. The more here's the thing: the more screwed up your car was, the more dangerous it was potentially to public safety. The more proud you seem to be of it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. people are like that. It makes it for a better story. Makes sure. it more interesting at parties, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, we had a guy who uh, emailed us earlier. He said, in my career as an auto mechanic, let me read this, an automobile driver, I've had over 50 Volkswagen Beetles. And He's I, owned over 50 yep, Volkswagen Beetles? And I currently have three at this time. Probably mo- buys them from customers who are like, yeah, I don't want to pay to fix he, that. He sent some they of the pictures just, of them, and some of them are just like shells, basically. Yeah, they're, well, that's you know, they are. They're, yeah. they're, they're a car that you... There's a lot of Bondo and a lot of Volkswagen yeah. Beetles and stuff. So our, our producer, Kim Jong-un, um, actually had a Volkswagen Beetle when they were a kid. You said your family had it. Was it your parents' car or yours? Yeah, it was my parents' car. Your parents' car. And when was this? Um, It was whenever I was like... Three, maybe. <laughs> All right, so this was like 20, 20 yeah, yeah, 27 years ago. All right, 27 years ago. What year was the car? Uh, it was a uh, late 70s, I believe. And that was the family car, was the Volkswagen Beetle? Yeah, yeah. Well, while we were young, yeah. And yeah. What, was the, what was the interesting quality that it had? Uh, so it was my mom's second car, and she couldn't turn right in it. Like she was unable to turn right in it? Or, <laughs> she, or was it the car was mechanically... The car would not allow her to turn right. <laughs> the car said, you, no, you no right like, turn. You, you could veer into lanes and stuff, but you couldn't actually... You couldn't take a hard car. right turn? Right. Correct. Yeah. So how did you get to certain places? Did she have to actually go up, <laughs> well, take a left U-turn, and then she, come back and take a left? Yeah. She learned early on that uh, two lefts don't make a right, but three do. Yeah. So right. you, right. you yeah. have to go past where you want to turn, go up, and go then the left. on the left, yep. make another left, make another left, and then... Yeah, that's safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's safe. So, but yeah, I mean, but if you're, driving, if you're driving and the place you want to go to is on the right, you have to turn left and walk across the street then. Essentially, yeah. You have to yeah. park on yeah. the other side. Like yeah. Parallel parking was impossible. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, she didn't do that anyway. <laughs> but no, yeah. there was no parallel parking. So that was the Volkswagen Beetle NASCAR edition. It only turned left. <laughs> so Unintentionally what, customed, yes. It's, it's Unintentional. What, yeah, it's what those in the Hispanic culture call no derecha. Yeah, right, exactly. There you go. So you did, you, did it have seat belts in it? Did you at least, feel, at least have that level of safety? I don't, I don't know if it even had seat belts. Right. I, I don't remember yeah. using sure. 
were. The didn't, didn't seem to matter back then. We yeah, just floated part. on the back seat. Yeah. <laughs> we we actually talked to a, a woman earlier who had a Grand Torino with the bench seat, and right. she says the reason yeah. the reason she wears seat belts now is because the the seat was so slippery when she would turn a hard turn right uh, when she would turn a hard left she would slide all the way. <laughs> so yep. she's almost in the passenger seat right, and still yeah. driving. So she said that's those the final seat, seats. Yeah, the seat belt kept me in place, so I still wear them now just as habit. My buddy had a Delta 88 with the back seat pulled out and just we had milk crates back there three milk crates yes, back there yes of course yes. you just sat on the back of the milk because that's yeah. that's that's absolutely safe that's what you do all right well there you go the volkswagen beetle that doesn't turn left i mean that's i mean doesn't turn right that's fantastic that is a classic mm-hmm. all right es todo izquierda yeah as no. they say always left always all left all left nothing but left all right listen to mark and neanderthal when you get to work with the free kslx app Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.